You are Locked On Broncos, your daily podcast on the Denver Broncos, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. This one's for Pat. The ball is free. Denver's got a touchdown, Denver. Here's your host of Locked On Broncos, NFL analyst Cody Rourke. Broncos country, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Broncos brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, part of the Locked On NFL branch. This is your host, Cody Rourke, writer over at Predominantly Orange covering the Denver Broncos, as well as a national NFL analyst covering the Denver Broncos on a variety of different platforms here on Locked On Broncos, obviously over there at Predominantly Orange, as well as many other avenues. You can check us out at PredominantlyOrange.com for our latest news and columns, obviously some analysis to keep you updated on the Senior Bowl, which is happening right now. Obviously, the Denver Broncos coaching staff down there in Mobile working with the North Squad featuring Baker Mayfield and Michael Gallup out of Colorado State. Some very exciting prospects. And we're going to talk about the Senior Bowl today. I was hoping to get Sarah Bettinger on the phone here today. Uh, to talk about Senior Bowl. Obviously, he's down there representing predominantly Orange, and obviously there's a lot of locked-on network people down there in Mobile, Alabama, talking about the Senior Bowl as well. We're going to get Sarah on this week, though, for sure. Obviously, you know, he told me he wasn't able to make it tonight due to, uh, you know, it's just busy. It's busy up there talking with a lot of NFL-minded people, people down there, and my goal next year is we're definitely going to make it to the Senior Bowl. That's my goal. We're going to travel down to Mobile, Alabama, and we are going to cover the Senior Bowl here over at Locked On Broncos in person. Obviously, you can look forward to training camp here for the Denver Broncos as I will be at Broncos training camp. And you're going to hear all about it. The latest recap here. Locked On Broncos, a Locked On podcast network. Now, on tonight's show, we're going to talk about, obviously, the Senior Bowl and Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, two quarterbacks that uh, their names are pretty heavy here in the Senior Bowl, as well as some stud guys that have had a good day here at Senior Bowl practice. Well, some guys, some sleeper guys, we're going to talk about them, and obviously some uh, Denver Broncos news, some tidbits, some rumors. Obviously, there's the rumor mill going on, and we're going to see exactly what that means for the Denver Broncos going forward, obviously, as free agency approaches us here in March. So we're just about a month away, month and a couple weeks away from the start of free agency, and obviously that is a ride in and of itself. So we're looking forward to bringing you all the action, all the recap, all the love here on Locked On Broncos. So let's get started with it. Obviously, talking about Denver Broncos news and rumors. Now, the the rumor on the street is that the Denver Broncos are looking at Kirk Cousins and obviously Paxton Lynch. Uh, that that that's a big indication. That's a huge indication going forward for the Denver Broncos. Now, Paxton Lynch drafted in 2016 in the first round for the Denver Broncos. He was expected to be the guy, especially after Peyton Manning left and Brock Osweiler left the Denver Broncos. He was expected to be the guy that was going to start and make a big impact for the Denver Broncos. However, there are rumors are that the Denver Broncos are getting ready to make a huge run, according to WalterFootball.com, at Kirk Cousins. And he's the biggest free agent out there in the NFL this offseason. And there's going to be teams vying for him, and the Denver Broncos are one of those teams. Well, apparently, according to Walter Football, if the Denver Broncos landed Kirk Cousins, Paxton Lynch would hit the trade block, and or if, if nobody wanted to trade for him, he would have to fight for a roster spot. So, you know, looking at this, I don't think it bodes well for Paxton Lynch because Paxton Lynch, let's face it, 
He's had two years, two opportunities. He had an opportunity to beat out Trevor Simeon and Mark Sanchez in preseason back in 2016. He had a chance to compete and actually win the starting job for the Denver Broncos in 2017 against Trevor Simeon, and he couldn't beat him out. He couldn't beat out a seventh-round draft pick two times. That didn't bode well for Paxton Lynch. Paxton Lynch is a guy who has the intangibles. Decent, decent arm, athletic, big, but apparently it just hasn't translated over in the NFL. I think Paxton Lynch is a nice guy. I really do. Just like I said with Trevor Simeon, I think Trevor Simeon's a nice guy. Brock's a nice guy, but being a nice guy doesn't guarantee you anything here in the National Football League. You got to be a good player and also be a nice guy in order to really go truly far. But Paxton Lynch, unfortunately, is has not panned out for the Denver Broncos. Now, I don't know if they're going to give up on a first-round pick immediately, but the Denver Broncos having a top-five pick in the 2018 NFL Draft right now opens them up for a lot of different possibilities, especially at quarterback. Obviously, in free agency, that comes first. You get a chance to make a run at Kirk Cousins. Now, can you get Kirk Cousins without sacrificing too much? That remains to be the question we want to have answered. Now, if you don't get Kirk Cousins, well, the Denver Broncos have been working very closely this week and have had extra time with Baker Mayfield, quarterback out of Oklahoma University. Now, he's a Heisman winner, and everyone always wants to talk about the Heisman curse, how Heisman quarterbacks aren't going to do anything in the NFL. They haven't. Oh, just look at Tim Tebow, for example. Look at Johnny Manziel. You can't compare these guys. And Baker Mayfield, I thought when he met with the media yesterday, I thought he talked about it very well because he said something along the lines of, you know, everybody wants to make comparisons everybody wants to compare one player to another and and you know I get it but that's not who I am I'm a different person and and I tell you what I have very strong feelings about Baker Mayfield and his upbringing compared to Johnny Manziel's. Now, people compare Baker Mayfield to Johnny Manziel because of uh, the attitude, the emotion, the, uh, you know, just all the extracurricular stuff and, and just the arrogance. And, and apparently, Baker Mayfield is Johnny Manziel 2.0 because he's arrogant. And, you know, he had this sideline incident where he, you know, grabbed his groin. And you know what? He's a young kid. He's a passionate, fiery kid. Johnny Manziel... This is just my opinion. I've read into Baker Mayfield. I know about Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel had money. His parents had money. They were rich. He was he was the rich, entitled, spoiled kid, the arrogant kid who probably in high school told everybody, well, my parents have money, I have money, and you don't, so your opinion doesn't matter. He acted like a fool at Texas A&M University. Ironically, Baker Mayfield went to Texas Tech for a year, so they had the Texas connection there. But Baker Mayfield was a walk-on at Oklahoma. He was a walk-on who had to fight and earn his roster spot in order to be there, and he's been a phenomenal pickup for the Sooners. His numbers were unbelievable last year. True Heisman candidate, over 40 touchdowns, close to 4,600 yards passing, under 10 interceptions. He's a guy that has the fire, the energy, the passion that you want on the field for an NFL player. I want him on the Denver Broncos, specifically at the quarterback position because the Denver Broncos didn't have a guy last year that had any passion, any fire, or any enthusiasm at the quarterback position. You had puppets. You had mimes. And, of course, that translated into losing games because you didn't have a guy who was competitive enough at the quarterback position. Go back and watch Peyton Manning. Look at Tom freaking Brady, for example. What's the difference? Look at Drew Brees. They are competitors, true competitors at the nature of their position, and that's why they're successful. So, Baker Mayfield, Denver Bronco, 2018. I'm all in.
So obviously, the Senior Bowl hype has definitely been a huge thing for us to cover over here at the Locked On Podcast Network. You could check out all across the board, Locked On NFL, a lot of different Locked On Patriots is down there, uh, over there, Mark Schofield, contributor over there inside the pylon. He covers the Senior Bowl. He's down there on mobile right now getting a look at some potential prospects that maybe the Patriots might pick up. Yeah, who knows? But check him out over there. He's got some good coverage over there, and, and we're going to talk about right here in our next segment, we're going to talk about some of the studs of the Senior Bowl. And obviously, day two, they had practice. And, you know, I was going through and I was watching a lot of uh, uh, videos that Sarah had had sent to us, obviously on Twitter and Carl Dumbler over that mile-high huddle and guys that are down there. And a lot of the attention today was on the quarterbacks. The two big names that people are really looking at, Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield. Doing these positional drills that they did with their coaches was kind of giving a sense on what they can do. Obviously, you had the one-on-one session, the seven-on-seven session. And and Josh Allen, the, the verdict is out. It's no secret. Josh Allen has an arm, but he doesn't have the accuracy. Josh Allen, in my opinion, is a risky pick for any NFL team, let alone in the first round. Do you take his athleticism and hope that you can develop him into becoming an accurate passer in the intermediate game? I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can. You go back and you look at Josh Allen's numbers at Wyoming. He didn't have a lot of NFL-type guys around him this year, but last year he did. And the numbers, the production weren't really there. Baker Mayfield, for three years at Oklahoma, has put up tremendous numbers, production. And, the, you know, he, he may not have the big arm that Josh Allen has, but Baker Mayfield has a laser arm. And it is perfect for the intermediate routes, which Baker Mayfield looks very good on the intermediate passing game. The short and intermediate passing game and his athleticism make him a prime candidate to be a first-round draft pick. Now, a lot of people are, are saying, well, I'm not really high on Baker Mayfield going in the top five. But if the Denver Broncos are there at number five and Baker Mayfield's there, you take Baker Mayfield. He is the most prolific player in the draft this year at the quarterback position. You have, you know, obviously Rosen, Josh Rosen out of UCLA. You have Sam Darnold out of USC. You have a guy you could potentially pick up as a still, maybe round two, round three, and Mason Rudolph. There are a lot of different guys out there at the quarterback position that are that could be steals, but the premier guys are Baker Mayfield. And unfortunately, Josh Allen's name is in the conversation. Apparently, the Cleveland Browns are really looking at Josh Allen with the number one pick. I don't, I don't know why you do it. I don't know why you go with Josh Allen, especially given the history that Cleveland has with drafting quarterbacks, but maybe he has something. We're going to see, obviously, at the NFL Combine that tells us a little bit more about Josh Allen. But obviously, the Senior Bowl is going to be a very good example. You can catch that this Saturday on the NFL Network. ESPN, wherever you catch your sports, you can obviously catch out the Senior Bowl. But here's my opinion. I, I am a huge Baker Mayfield fanatic now because after watching so much film, and, and if you want to watch some film and you want to be try to be sold on Baker Mayfield, go watch the Rose Bowl. Oklahoma lost the game, and it's not because of Baker Mayfield. It's because they got a little too conservative. You find yourself in overtime on a third and two, and you just and you just run an inside run play, or on the previous play to send it into double overtime, you run a counter play that Georgia was sniffing out on the backside. You need to get a guy like Baker Mayfield in that game into open space. Do a zone read or design quarterback draw. He'll pick up two yards. He's athletic enough. He's one of the most athletic guys in the draft. 
and he measured out at six foot. So all the people saying he was about f- under 5'11", well, guess what? Numbers don't lie, my man. They got the measurements yesterday. He's six foot and about three quarters. So that bodes well for, obviously, uh, Baker Mayfield. Now, I'm excited about seeing these other prospects. I'll tell you, a prospect I'm really looking forward to seeing and seeing how he really works with Baker Mayfield. And if, if Baker Mayfield does play in the Senior Bowl this weekend is Michael Gallup, wide receiver out of Colorado State University. If you haven't seen Michael Gallup, I encourage you to go look him up on YouTube. Go watch Colorado State game because this guy is a wild card factor that I'm really excited about. He was one of my key players outside of Baker Mayfield that you really need to keep an eye on in the Senior Bowl because he has has the ability to be a productive number two or number three receiver for some NFL franchise. And and I, I hinted at the notion yesterday that when you look at Emmanuel Sanders and all the all the stuff that's going on with him and the uncertainty of whether or not he's going to be back and obviously the uncertainty regarding Demarius Thomas, why not get a guy like Michael Gallup, who is very athletic, very physical on his route running, and obviously has the ability to box out opposing defensive backs and just make athletic plays. You need a guy like Michael Gallup, and he's a guy that I'm really looking forward to seeing. Obviously, another guy out there is Durham Smythe. He's a guy I'm really looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield or Josh Allen connect with, but... The tale of the tape for the two days here at the Senior Bowl is Josh Allen has the big arm. He's got the looks, but he doesn't have the it factor. He is, you know, he's inconsistent in his passes. He overthrows. He throws behind guys. His passing accuracy is the biggest question mark that you need to underline right now under Josh Allen. The big arm is great and all, but if you're not accurate and you can't throw the intermediate routes, you're in trouble. Now in the NFL, when you look at Baker Mayfield, it's nice to be able to throw the deep ball. Baker Mayfield has the ability to throw the ball deep, but Baker Mayfield really excels and has a lot of success with the intermediate and short passing game, and his intermediate throws are absolutely phenomenal. It's laser-like almost in a sense, and I think that's the important thing we have to look at when we look at Baker Mayfield on tape compared to Josh Allen. You have to compare the two, and you have to figure out, okay, well, you know, do I want to take a risk on a guy who's got a big arm, but he just can't make the short intermediate throws? That's something I think we look at with Paxton Lynch. We look at that with Brock Osweiler. Big arm, but struggles with hitting the intermediate route. He's a tall player. He's athletic. Reminds me a lot of a a Paxton Lynch type pick, and I just think Josh Allen is the biggest, riskiest pick in the NFL draft this year. So I think when we look at things in hindsight, you really have to take into consideration. Baker Mayfield. Ignore the hype. Ignore the Heisman curse. Ignore the Johnny Manziel comparisons and look at Baker Mayfield for who he truly is, and that is a competitor, a hard worker, and a leader. Now, a lot of people are knocking on Baker Mayfield's ability to be a leader, but guess what? When you want to talk about Baker Mayfield being a leader, who are you going to talk to? You're going to talk to his coaches, and you're going to talk to his teammates. His teammates have nothing but respect and admiration for what Baker Mayfield has done. They look at Baker Mayfield as a leader. On the field, he is a leader. He leads by example. He's energetic, often very emotional. That's a good thing. I want to see emotion from a guy. If you, uh, you know, There were several episodes of Locked On Broncos this year throughout the Denver Broncos season that we wanted to see emotion. We wanted to see emotion from a guy like Trevor Simeon. We wanted to see emotion from a guy like Paxton Lynch that didn't involve him on the sideline. We wanted to see emotion from Brock Osweiler and Vance Joseph. We wanted to see emotion. We didn't see that. When you watch Baker Mayfield play, it is an abundance of emotion and passion and enthusiasm, and I'm excited. I got the Baker Mayfield train, and I'm hyped up. I'm on it. Let's go. 
If the Denver Broncos can get Mayfield at pick number five, do it. If you have a hint that any team like the New York Jets are trying to creep up into the top four to get ahead of the Denver Broncos to pick Baker Mayfield, you got to figure out how to get ahead of the Jets on that. You got to figure out how to get the third pick or the second pick from the Giants or maybe moving up to get the fourth pick from the Browns. Maybe exchanging the fourth, you know, the fourth pick for the fifth pick. If the Denver Broncos truly want Baker Mayfield, I have a feeling that Cleveland with the first pick will select Josh Allen. I don't think he's the first first pick in the NFL draft. I just don't think, based on his production where he's at, I don't think he's the number one pick in the draft. But then you look at pick number two, and the, the logical thing, obviously the Giants are going to be keeping Eli Manning, but guess what? Eli Manning only has a year, maybe two, three years at max left in the NFL before he retires. You're not really cons- you're not really sure with Davis Webb what you have. So you you pick up a guy out of UCLA by the name of Drew, I'm not Drew, Josh Rosen. I always think Drew Rosenhaus because of the agent, the NFL agent. But Josh Rosen out of UCLA is another guy, in my opinion. I, I think he has the the intangibles to be a successful quarterback in the National Football League. Now, obviously, he's going to take some development. But when you go back and you watch his games, he is very good in the pocket. He's very good. He's able to extend it out of the pocket and still step up and make some big throws. That's what really excites me. That's what I look for in a quarterback. Can he stand in the pocket with the pocket collapsing around him? Can he still step into and make throws as the pocket collapses. You don't see a lot of NFL quarterbacks do it. You see Tom Brady do it. Tom Brady right now and Drew Brees are the two quarterbacks, in my honest opinion, I think can really stand in a pocket as it's collapsing and still step up and make a throw. That's something you got to look at. And another statistic you have to look at, especially at the quarterback position, does he have the ability to make big plays and also shake off a shaky start? If he makes a mistake, what is his body language? What is his response on the next drive? Does he crumble? Does he hang his head? Or does he keep his head held high? And does he battle back? Is he motivating to his teammates, especially when they find themselves down in a situation? That's how you test and figure out who an NFL quarterback is and what type of leader he is. I see a lot of great things out of Baker Mayfield. And uh, go back and watch film. If you have the ability to, if you have the time to, like I did, go back and watch the film on Baker Mayfield all season long. And I'm telling you what, this guy has the it factor. And that it factor has me excited. Over here at Lockdown Broncos, this is your host, Cody Rourke. Before we get off air here, I want to remind you guys to obviously head on over to iTunes right now. Leave a five-star review for Locked On Broncos. Tell us why you love the show and leave your Twitter handle in the review to be automatically entered into every single month's Locked On Broncos contest giveaway automatically. You leaving a five-star review in your Twitter handle. Make sure you don't just leave a five-star review. Leave a five-star review and then tell us why you love Locked On Broncos with your Twitter handle and you will automatically be entered every single month into the Locked On Broncos contest giveaway by default. Very excited about that. Also, follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Broncos, and you can follow me on Twitter at Cody Rourke NFL. That's where you're going to hear a lot more from me is over there at Cody Rourke NFL. Have a lot of great polls, weekly polls. Very excited about that. Obviously, great interactions with all of Broncos country and all of the NFL listeners from around the world who are listening to the Locked On Podcast Network right now. If you're listening to Locked On Broncos on iTunes, we love you. If you're listening to Locked On Broncos right now on Spotify, which we're now on, We love you. And wherever you're listening to Locked On Broncos, wherever you're at, whether it's on a computer, whether it's in your car, on your smartphone device, your Google Home, your Amazon Alexa, we love you over here at the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Broncos, the show couldn't be what it is without you avid fans that listen 
and are absolutely dedicated. I'm absolutely blown away by the amount of amazing listeners and fans that we have that interact with me on a daily basis. If you would also like to write for LockedOnBroncos.com and be a writer and talk about the Denver Broncos and, and share your opinions, your perspectives, your analysis with the fans all across the world of sports, well, email me and tell me that you're interested. Obviously, you can email me at DenverBroncosLockedOn at gmail.com. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Give me a little bit of a bio, and obviously, I'll get you connected. If you want to sign up and talk, we're looking for one to two articles a week. So nothing, you know, nothing more than that. If you want to do five articles a week, five articles in a day, you're more than welcome to. But our minimum that we just look for is one to two articles a week. Your content, your analysis, you get a, your opinion out there to the NFL world, to everybody that tunes into Locked On Broncos. And you also have an opportunity by writing for LockedOnBroncos.com to hop on here, Locked On Broncos, with me here on the podcast talking about all things Denver Broncos. So the opportunities are endless here at the Locked On Podcast. So send me an email at DenverBroncosLockedOn at gmail.com if you want to write for LockedOnBroncos.com. Once again, this is your host, Cody Rourke. We'll be back tomorrow for another episode of Locked On Broncos. Hopefully we can get Sarah Bettinger, editor over at Predominantly Orange here on Lockdown Broncos, if his phone's not dead, to be able to talk about Senior Bowl Day 4 practice. Obviously, final preparations as they prepare for the Senior Bowl game this week. Very excited about that. We'll have all the action here. Locked On Broncos, wherever you're at, listening on whatever device, however you listen to Locked On Broncos, we'll be there. This is your host, Cody Rourke, saying good night and go Broncos.